Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives and the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone's doing all right. I've been putting off recording this part of the podcast because for much of the afternoon, I have just been kind of paralyzed watching what's been unfolding um, at a synagogue in Texas where a gunman is holding four people hostage. And I guess over the course of the last few hours, one of the hostages has been released, but it's just been Oh, I feel so helpless and so hopeless, and it's just so awful. Oh, I don't know. Um, I ask that all of you, uh, hopefully by the time you're you're listening to this, everyone has been safely freed from this hostage situation. But um, please put these people and uh, their families in your prayers if you are a person who prays. And also. Um, I just am thinking about my sisters and brothers in the Muslim community who often unfortunately face a backlash of Islamophobia after these types of situations. So my heart is with you as well. We all just need to stand together against hate and bigotry in all forms. And now I am going to do a hard pivot to Bravo. <laughs> well, guys... <laughs> This, this is a tough one, but something really embarrassing happened this week. I was watching The Real Housewives of the OC, and Shannon and her daughters are in Nashville visiting Shannon's mother, these girls' grandmother. This woman is probably in her early 80s. She's wearing a navy blue blouse that I think is a Ralph Lauren blouse, and I was looking at it closely, and I'm like, that looks really familiar. I go to my closet. I own that same shirt. <laughs> Apparently, I have the same taste as an 80-year-old woman. <laughs> it's a navy blue shirt. It's I think it's Ralph Lauren and it's got it's like a riding shirt for people who ride horses. Um I do not, but I like the aesthetics. So, yeah, very rarely do I ever watch these shows and see anyone wearing anything I own. Uh, so that was my first time experiencing that, which was uh, pretty special. I really loved the OC this week. I feel like, I don't know, I'm enjoying the season. It is all over the place. I'm having trouble keeping track of all of the arguments between Noella and Nicole and Noella, Noella and Heather and, and what's happening and Noella and Dr. Jen and maybe not anymore Dr. Jen and then Dr. Jen having her ex-boyfriend sue her. Like that's all over the place. But I'm here for it. I am. 
I am also here for the women of Salt Lake City. I mean, this show has given us so much. I believe they are firing on all cylinders. And even though Mary Cosby isn't going to be at the reunion, I bet they will talk about her a lot. And I'm hoping that they finally say things you know, at the reunion that they're not saying on camera. I just feel like there's a lot, and this is happening on the OC, where it feels confusing sometimes to watch the show. And I feel like it's confusing because people say things off camera and then they won't say them while cameras are rolling. And then the audience is confused why people are upset and angry and why there's tension. And I I talk about this um, in this week's episode, but I feel like that is the undercurrent of the situation on the bus between Jen Shaw and Lisa Barlow, that Jen is trying to force Lisa to say something on camera that she, I guess, has said off camera and Jen found out about. I'm not entirely sure. I have no idea really what it is, but yeah, it's um, it's confusing. And I just, I don't know. I want them to drop the act, you know, break the fourth wall, whatever it needs to be, just let us let us in because I'm tired of being confused during these shows. And I feel like we're all playing detective trying to know what exactly is going on. You know, if they could just come out and say it, it would it would just be I don't know, it might be a little easier. And I feel like they could do this with Vanderpump Rules as well. You know, those of us who are watching season nine are probably not very impressed. It's not as interesting and it doesn't feel as authentic as it used to in earlier seasons. And I feel like if they just allowed them to break the fourth wall and talk about arguments that they've had about the show and about being on camera and about saying and doing certain things on camera, it would actually make it much more interesting. So here's my idea. It appears that Peacock is okay with breaking the fourth wall. We got to see it on Ultimate Girls Trip. So what if Vanderpump Rules went to Peacock for season 10, maybe bring back Stassi and Kristen, and actually talk about everything about the making of the show and the tension that existed when the stars became famous and had their own money and were no longer these struggling you know, waitresses and waiters at Sir. And let's talk about it. What was it like when Stassi and Kristen were fired? You know, what what's the tension in the group? You know, what has everyone been saying about Lala and Randall behind their back that they're not going to say to her face? Like, let's let's get it all out in the open. And let's take Real Housewives of Miami from Peacock and put it on Bravo. Because from what I'm hearing, this new season of Miami is incredible. I still haven't watched because I am halfway through season three. I started from the beginning. I've just knocked it out in three weeks, season one, season two, halfway through season three. I am loving it. I'm obsessed. It's so fun. The women are interesting, and I love the aesthetic of Miami. And it's great that many of these women are immigrants themselves, that so much of what Miami's culture is and so much of what it means to be an American, too. So that uh, I'm just having so much fun and I can't wait to start season four. I also can't wait for Summer House to finally be back on our screens. It is one of my all-time favorite shows on Bravo, and now we have confirmation that Lindsay and Carl are, in fact, dating. So that warmed my heart. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel like they're both mature. They've both been through this before, and I like that they started dating off camera so they can really have their honeymoon phase and build a relationship without, 
you know, all of us kind of wading in and giving our opinions. And so we'll watch the season knowing that they end up together. And hopefully they can take this time away from cameras to build a strong relationship. All right, guys, my guest this week is Brett from the Instagram handle Bravo by Brett. We have a great time talking about how he first got into Housewives, how long he's been watching. We talk about Salt Lake and OC and even a little bit of Miami. Lots and lots of fun. Um, You should definitely check him out. I have his Instagram account in the show notes. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, be sure to give it a five-star rating and write a kind review. If you have any constructive criticism at all, my DMs are open. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Mandy Slutsker. I love hearing from all of you. I hope you all stay safe and healthy and have a wonderful week. We'll take a quick break and then back with my conversation with Brett. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everyone. I am here with Brett, who you all know from his Instagram handle, Bravo by Brett. We are here to discuss everything on Salt Lake and the OC. How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing so well. I'm so excited to be here with you today. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to dive into all of our hot topics. So before we get into it, I want to know, how long have you been watching Bravo and what got you into the Housewives franchise? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I'm going to age myself. (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking and it's clear that I'm like at least a decade older than you. So. Age away. I am. I'm 25. And I started watching when I was like, probably on the cusp of like middle school, high school. So about 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Right. Um, And it was honestly around the time because it was probably around 2010, 2011. So the housewives, you know, OC had been out for a while. um, And New York, I think was, you know, getting its bearings a little bit. And so I just stumbled upon like New York um, from a friend. She was like, Oh, I I watch it with my mom. Like you should watch it. It's really good. And I was like, okay. And so I like went on Hulu and started watching um, real housewives of New York and just like became obsessed. Like it was like a winter break. And I was just like back to back to back to back. And then um, my friend was like, oh, you like New York? Like, you should really watch the original. Like, OC is the original. Like, you can't not watch New York and not watch OC. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get, I have to see what this crazy mess is. And it was like, I was like, oh my God, like, who is this Vicky Gumbelson, you know? Um, but yeah, and then, then it just kind of all, it's, uh, it's all been downhill from there. We're just going from... <laughs> Beverly Hills, um, and I go through lots of periods where I'll like rewatch, like entire, like the entire series just for funsies, 
<laughs> oh, so you're like a scholar. Um, I don't know if I would say a scholar. That's a pretty uh, big term to give myself, <laughs> but um, I just, lo- I don't know. I just love it. Like to me, it's like background noise. It's perfect. Um, and that's, and it honestly, like, you know, not to jump around a little bit, but that's kind of like how I got motivated to start a little Instagram account because I was my friend, we were watching it and I was like reciting lines <laughs> from like Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> like it was the, like the, uh, the dinner from hell, you know? Oh, it's so and, um, good. And I'm like reciting, like your, your husband will never emotionally fulfill you. My friend is like, are you psychotic? Like, how do you know these lines? I'm like, I've seen this scene about 10,000 times. I mean, really, you know? Um, but yeah, that's like been my, my journey to, uh, with Housewives. It's so fun to go back because I didn't start from the beginning with most of the franchises, except for the newer ones. Yeah. And so going back, like Miami is on Peacock now and I haven't watched it because I'm like, well, I haven't seen the first three seasons. So I went back and now I'm on season three of Miami. I'm like, how did I not watch this and I think it was because it was before I got like really into the housewives so I missed that window but it is fun Miami is fun Miami is so fun and I'm just like you it's actually again like one of those things I need to to watch because I think I like you said I was I wasn't really in the housewives mindset at the time so when I put on Miami I was like oh you know I don't know if I'm going to be into this, but now watching, I don't know. Have you seen the newest one yet? Are you no, seen- no, I haven't gotten to season four at all. So I'm in the middle of season three and it's just fun because for me, what originally attracted me to the housewives was watching them live in California, which to me is like a dream. It's sunny all the time. They all have pools. They're wealthy. Like that, the aesthetic of it was very appealing, particularly Beverly Hills. So it took me a little, a minute to get into like New York or Atlanta because I'm like, well, like New York in the winter, eh, you know, <laughs> like I don't want to watch right. that. At, but with Miami, it's again that, you know, beautiful tropical paradise. They're all, you know, on the water all the time. They have these beautiful pools. Like that for me, it's so fun to watch them in that, you know, aesthetic area. Right. I well, another thing is that like I think that that's always been the like the gravitational pull of Housewives is like they've been this level of like aspirational wealth, mm-hmm. you know, that you just like you know, or maybe not even aspirational, but like just this like level of and you know this over the top lifestyle that you're just so. I, I mean, personally, always just been fascinated by like how rich people live, you know, like the way they spend, the way they shop, the what they buy, like it's, I've always been so fascinated by that. And so, you know, housewives right in there. That's why I always can't stand when, (laughs) when a housewife is poor, I'm like, no, 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 no. You cannot be in the same tax bracket. (laughs) It's interesting that you mentioned that because I think it started off as pretty wealthy. And now I feel like it's women who want to make it look like they're wealthy, even if they maybe aren't. And so there seems to be a lot of spending for the sake of showing that they're spending rather than just watching how they regularly behave. And and that has, it's been tough because it's like, are you really that way? 
or are you just doing this for the show? You know, for a hundred percent and wait till you get to season four of Miami, because like that is when you'll see like the money is like, like, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but um, they spend $50,000 on a hotel for a night. <gasps> like that, that was the rate for the hotel. Oh my God. Well, with Miami, I think at least watching the first few seasons, it's comparable with Beverly Hills in terms of how much money these women have because the properties that they live on oh, yeah. are so exorbitantly over the top. Like that Star Island, everyone knows those areas in Miami Beach. You know, oh, yeah. it's everyone knows Coral Gables. These are wealthy, wealthy people whose just their property alone, like forget the house, but the land is worth tens of millions most of the time. So when I was watching it, you know, over the last few weeks, I'm like, wow, like this wow. is something different. Like they found people that live in massive houses on the water with staff to help upkeep the houses, like with close proximity to other wealthy people and very famous people. Like that was just so fun for me. Oh, I, I just, I don't know why. I guess because it's like, it's like I'll, you'll never, <laughs> you'll ne- never say never, but um, it's just like a world that like I don't think I'll ever like be in, you know. Mm-hmm. That like, and it's just so fascinating just to see. And I will say like Miami's honestly a really good place to like showcase all of this because like the, the, like the thing with like New York and I feel like with like New England area in general, like it's all old money. So it's all very quiet, you know, like you'll never like someone could live in a $50 million mansion in Manhattan, but you really never know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Miami is all about show. Like it's all about designers. It's all about like, do you drive the Rolls Royce? Do you have the Ferrari? Are you decked out in diamonds? Do you like, it's so flashy, you know, like that's Miami. So you really get to see it on another level. Yeah, and it's fun watching, like, the Cuban, you know, like, these women, a lot of them, like, some of them are from Cuba or from Brazil or, you know, and that is, that is Miami. So I feel like they're being very true to what the city is and how they're showcasing the women, where I don't feel like they're always, like, with New York, they only are showing, like, Upper East Side. They're not showing New York, really, like, all of New York, uh, right. Which includes, you know, wealthy people who are Jewish and Black and Latina. And you know, they're just, those women have just not made it on the show. So it's definitely been such a treat for me. Now, yeah. what hasn't been as much of a treat is getting those looks from Salt Lake City Season 2 Reunion. I have to Ugh. get your hot takes on this. What, Where do we even be? <laughs> Honestly, my first reaction was it felt like they were told to wear one jewel tones and two like dressed like figure skaters. <laughs> like I know the I know the Winter Olympics are coming up. Like is that is that what's going to happen? Like what? That's that's literally their inspiration. It's <laughs> I I don't even there's there's not even a place to begin because 
it's honestly like it's so embarrassing like i don't know how like they obviously have to submit these looks like to get pre-approved you know before and i just have to sit and wonder like i was there any kind of cohesiveness like did anybody like i would love to like been in that room where they're like i don't know about this one you know, like, like yeah. I want to meet that person that questioned it, you know? Yeah, I feel like it fits, though, for Salt Lake, because they don't have as much cohesion amongst the cast. Perfect. <laughs> you know, whereas when you watch The yeah. Women on Potomac, it feels like they're all in the same reunion, right? Mm-hmm. You like some looks better than others, but they all are wearing similar colors, similar schemes, similar style. And then with Salt Lake, it's just like all over the place. And that's exactly what's been going on this season. These women are just all over the place. But which look did you detest the most? Detest the most? Um, You know, that's such a hard one to pick. Um, (laughs) Personally, the biggest miss is Jenny. Really? Okay. And And I know that's a little controversial because I did see people say that they liked it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, like, I feel like my mind looked at, like, Meredith and Jen and was like, okay, that's typical for them. Like, just, like, hot mess express not working. They love a feather, okay? Mm-hmm. But I was kind of really looking at Jenny to kind of come into play a little bit since she this is her first reunion. And it just felt like an overdressed figure skater. Yeah. I felt she could have done better. I really felt that's why my my Jenny, I was like, come on, Jenny, you could have done something here. Which look did you like the most? Were there any that you thought stood out? Um, The most? Well, see, that's hard because it's like, did I like it because it's normal enough? (laughs) Um, I think for me, like, like, if I had to like rank them in the top, I think like, Lisa, Heather, and Whitney did a pretty okay job. Number one, I'd probably have to give to either Heather or Lisa. But again, I think Heather's outfit is like, I mean, you can't go wrong with it. It's like a maid of honor dress. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it felt a little mother of the bride. Um, Exactly. Mother of the bride. That's it. Yeah, but I liked Whitney's. You know what? If she just didn't have that coral seaweed thing on the side. Wait, I, I think... must have missed the coral seaweed thing. I thought it was all emerald. <laughs> no, it's like she has this weird like bedazzled thing on her shoulder. What? I yeah, I don't know what it is. It looks it's like uh, if she would have if that would have been taken off and she would have kept it simple. I'm I looking think this it would have been right okay. Now. Yeah, she also like a made a. She posted her, a picture of herself and referenced Wicked because she's wearing emerald, and oh uh, I thought that was kind of fun. Okay, oh, I see what you're saying. It's not the color coral. It's just it looks like it's fancy schmancy sequined seaweed on her. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, just no, felt like not necessary. Yeah. Okay, I see. Because she's so hot. Like, she's so hot. She has a great body. Like, she can pull off, like, uh, she didn't need that thing on her shoulder. (laughs) She could have done it. I do like that the entire arm is covered and it's a glove. Yes. That's different. The glove is, yes. It's part of, it's on trend. 
like it's a it's a good look you know it's a good look yeah i actually didn't mind jen shaw's as much and maybe that's a hot take i don't like hot take everyone (laughs) i don't like (laughs) the sort of like weird crystals that are on the bust area like Mm. if it was just sort of the velour purple with the crazy sleeves the sleeves are crazy enough you don't need to add anything else to it but i didn't mind it I just have a question because I'm thinking like, I mean, this isn't, you know, a project one way, <laughs> you know, like You're this right. is a reunion. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering like when Jen is about to chew somebody out, like does her neck turn and then she has a full face of feathers. <laughs> 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 like, you know, like logistically, like at least with, me- with, I want to call her mother, um, at least with, um, What's her name? Meredith. <laughs> At least with Meredith, like she can just brush her arms off a little bit, you know, or fly away if she's distressed, you know. But with Jen, I was like, that's so much. Like that's just so much. And I guess I heard that there's gloves that go along with it. There's like a picture where her gloves are on the side of the couch. Oh God. And my exact reaction, literally. <laughs> so. Andy shared this week that there's a jaw-dropping revelation towards the end of this season involving two women on the cast and that the whole cast finds out the night or the day before the reunion films. Oh, What do you think this revelation could be and which two women do you think it involves? Oh my gosh. What is the revelation? Well, I feel like, you know, as we're going along with the storyline, might be something around Meredith. Yep. Um, and I wonder if it's something around like tipping off the feds in a way or like working with the feds. They seem to keep driving that storyline. I just, uh, I, that storyline is so annoying to me because oh, the, like the feds don't need help from fucking Meredith Marks. Like they've been working on this case for over eight years. You know, they have Stuart Smith pleading guilty, giving them everything they need to prosecute Jen Shaw. And they don't need help. They just don't. You know, I feel like I've heard this rumor and I don't know if it's in my head or if like it actually happened that Jen Shaw and Meredith Marks both had affairs with the same man. Oh, right. I have heard that as well. Do you think that would come out on the show? Potentially, because in the uh, mid-season trailer, Meredith is shouting, well, I'm going to say who everyone dated, who nobody's talking about, or something like that. And so I wonder if the big revelation is that, you know, Meredith had an affair, which we all know, because it came out last season, and she was just denying, 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 which means it's probably true. (laughs) And then Jen, (laughs) I mean, if Jen is cheating on Coach Shaw, like, that's really salacious, because he's been standing by her throughout this case, where she looks very guilty. And, you know, if she's stepping out on him, I wonder if he's also stepping out on her. Like, I don't know what's going on with that. And if they were both sleeping with the same man, 
Like, how is that possible? Like, what? There's so many men in this world. There's so many men in New York City. It sounds like they both, like, were traveling to New York and hooking up with some guy. Which is absolutely insane. I mean, there was that Reddit post. I don't know if you saw it. Yes. That was um, that uh, Jen eats Meredith's hot box in uh, <laughs> in some restaurant and I was like oh are people just making up anything to put yeah. a blind item at this I think point so. I think people make <laughs> up these blind items a lot because so many of them are untrue and oh, I just sure. don't trust most of them but oh, no. every once in a while there's something that feels somewhat true and I feel like Meredith and Jen both having affairs rings like it could be true. Whereas Jen and Meredith together, no, I don't. And especially in a restaurant. Like if, you know, if they're going to do something, why would they do it in a restaurant? <laughs> like, you know restaurant. what I mean? Like it, that, <laughs> that just felt ridiculous to me. Um, but you're right. The, the, <laughs> the relationship thing is a really good point. If they were... Um, the same man too that would right? be cool. and i what if this is how like jen knew meredith was like not cheating on seth because they were separated but with right. another man because that was someone she was with or you know and then for it to come out on season one and for meredith not to then share what she knows about jen definitely mm. you know is an interesting There just is so much that's unsaid. And I feel like this episode, it was like, guys, just say it. What the hell do you mean? Say what you mean. I just like wanted to shake the TV the whole time. Jennifer Shaw, please come forward. (laughs) (laughs) At least she was saying what she meant, though. Even if she Mm -hmm. was completely gaslighting absolutely everyone. It was Lisa and Heather and, you know, it's like, and Whitney, just what are you actually trying to say? Mm. <sighs> um, okay, so this week we saw the men play golf. Who would you Ugh. prefer to see, the men on Jersey or the men on Salt Lake? Uh, Jersey, step one, step two, okay. <laughs> I'm, I feel like, I feel like they, like, I don't. I I don't know what's. I, honestly, it's probably Seth that's really driving it. I like Seth a little bit in the beginning, but now I feel like he's doing way too much. Um, and they just, it's just embarrassing. It really is. It's not even fun to watch. I oh, I could, I couldn't. I had a hard time this week. When yeah. I think the comment, the comment that really <laughs> put the nail in the coffin was like, um, I think Seth said. Um, uh, a bad day of golf is better than a good day at work. And I'm like, oh, get this man off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I do enjoy watching Justin and John. Justin oh, is yeah. Whitney's husband and John is Lisa's husband just because they both kind of look uncomfortable. Like always like they're both like there's tons of cameras here, guys. Like, <laughs> like they're not quite comfortable being on on a set of a TV show and they don't seem like they're not being themselves. Like they seem like they're being their authentic selves, but they're just not performing. And when they watch, I think Seth and even coach Shaw, they're like, okay, this seems like a little put on and do we, you know, 
Oh, I, don't even get me started with Dewey, Mr. Uh, sister Wife over here. Sister Wife who pretends he's a medical doctor who is not. <laughs> that is one of the most frustrating things. Like, yes, you're a doctor of being a chiro- like chiropractor, which is a thing, and you have a doctorate, and you can be called doctor. But don't act like you know about, you know, obstetrics. <laughs> like, oh, man. Um so Mess. Heather takes Jen to this spa day. Oh, yes. Like, how do you feel like this spa day compared to other spa days that we've seen on Housewives? Uh, you know, it's such a hard thing because I feel like COVID plays a factor into a lot of these scenes, you know, yeah. and like how they're delivered. So I feel like it, it just felt like they were, again, like, I, you know, I, I know, what's her name? Jen, Jenna Bershaw. Um, said that she preferred this spa day over their last spa day in the mountains. Oh, yeah. Um, but I like the one in the mountains better because it felt more exotic. This one just felt like a sad gym pool. Like I didn't really? get spa. Okay. I didn't get, I didn't, did you, I didn't get spa vibes. Like they were like, we're in a nice warm bath outside. I'm like, you're in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it looked nice because I could see the steam coming up yeah. from the pool. So I was like, oh, they're in a really warm pool and they're looking out at snow and mountains and they've got all of these healthy looking snacks, which seems just kind of fun. And they have the whole place to themselves. But I also just love warm water. So oh, any yeah. place where there's warm water and it feels like cozy and comfortable, I'm all about Um. Now, Jen in the scene says that she's being treated differently by Meredith because of the allegations against her and that she's an easy scapegoat. Right. (laughs) What do you make of like Meredith's treatment of Jen since the arrest? Well, we can just look at her wig to understand how things are going on. Um, (laughs) Total, total mess. Um, I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't think Meredith realizes she's on a reality TV show sometimes. And it also feels like she's never even watched TV because she keeps saying in her confessionals, like, did I not say to not invite Jennifer Shaw? Did I not say like, she's like, she thinks that she can't like be excluded from, from seeing Jennifer Shaw ever again, you know? And like, I don't, I mean, I, I will say it is a little weird that, but she she's not friends with Jen. Right. You know? I mean, we see this so, on so many housewife shows where one person doesn't want to be around another, doesn't want to film with them, but it's really frustrating right. to watch as a viewer because we're like, we all know you're paid to be on the same show. So you're going to have to, you know, deal with the conflict resolution, you know, you just, you're going to have to deal with it in order to, for us as viewers, think about us. <laughs> you do a really good Meredith impression. Can you do, <laughs> do you do like Lisa Barlow and Whitney as well? Oh, I don't, oh my God, you put me on the spot right now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I have to, Meredith is easy because it just sounds like she's having, um, like her whole face has just been like intox. Like it's almost kind of like you went to the, uh, what is that? Novocaine. Yeah. It's almost like she has like Bell's palsy or something on part of her face. Yeah. Something happened to her face. So I just, you just like move your face. Um, 
Lisa Barlow is like, I love that. You know, she's very much <laughs> like, and then Whitney, she's the high pitch, you know? Yeah. And you know what? Um, Wild Rose and Beauty. <laughs> yeah. And she she's always like, says the word like feel is like, I feel like. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's very, it's very like thinking on, on her feet. <laughs> yeah i i find whitney very endearing she's as, endearing as and i'm really hoping for season three we're getting um tax issues <laughs> oh so you think she's got tax issues i i don't know i don't know where any of this money is coming from to fund i don't understand wild rose beauty yeah i don't understand i think everybody said like Okay, she had a relaunch party and there was nothing like it all said Iris and Bo. Like nothing said Wild Rose Beauty. Yeah. Like what 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 is she funding? And then like how much are you making on the skincare? Like I don't it's just it's just so funny that we keep seeing housewives start businesses and they're like the it's like the biggest struggle in life. And I'm like, all y'all have to do is don't do the creams and lotions. Just make a candle. <laughs> right. Or a hat like Robin. You know, she's been sold out of those right. hats for like a year and a half now. You know, anytime she gets more, they immediately sell out. And then yeah. she uses her children as child labor to, you know, f- stuff those orders and get them out. <laughs> like, li- like, li- like, don't do like uh, skincare is my passion. If I see another skincare line, I'm going to jump. I can't do more. Like, I don't well, th- like I- Brett. I hate to what? break it to you, but Gina, you're starting a skincare line. Gina oh. on the OC has started a skincare me- line. I saw that, and I was like, "Are you?" I don't know why. I mean, I understand. So, like, I understand from a like a business standpoint. Okay, you're looking at the industry. Skincare is, you know, a multi-billion-dollar industry, and if you can just get, you know, point oh one percent of that, you're doing well. I 100% get it. I just don't understand like the direction of people going in skincare because you need to have like a backing. Like you want to have trusted skincare. Like people want to make sure that like it's going to be okay for their skin. Like it's going to help. Like they, they, there's a level of trust. Do I trust Gina with skincare? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Like, yeah. where's the transition? Now, if Dr. Jen from OC came out with the skincare line, I would probably understand it, you know, because, like, at least you're in the industry a, a little right. bit or, like, yeah. And, like, D- the DeBros, you know, they have they have their skincare line, whatever it was. Like, at least that makes sense. I just don't understand why people who have no experience, like, skincare is chemistry. Like, right. Am I, am I, Am I losing it here? Am I, <laughs> I've gone no, down the rant. <laughs> no, I think um, with Whitney, I think she's had this line for a while and they just didn't feature it in season mm. one. Like, I, it makes me wonder why producers choose to feature or not feature something because Crystal um, Minkoff on Beverly Hills is a very successful businesswoman who has a coconut water line that's like one of the top in the world. And that was not at all featured her first season on the show. 
And well, that's we just, were a little distracted with Eric yeah. Jane. <laughs> I know, but they had scenes with her and her husband and the kids talking yeah. about, you know, making, you know, Chinese food and wontons and stuff like that. Couldn't they have just thrown in the fact that she also owns, like, she didn't even have to make it a storyline, just mention that she's also a business owner. I you think know? I do. I do recall there was one scene where she did mention it. I do remember it was like a half a second where they were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, my coconut line. Don't worry about it. Moving on. Right. And it's it's so interesting to me why they pick and choose. And then they'll spend all this time on Wendy Osefo's candle that she clearly has not thought out as much, you know, and it's <laughs> like, why are you making this the thing when, you know, there's been. Yeah. Anyways, it just frustrates me i think it's annoying when women on these shows decide to start a business just because they're on the show and it's something that they don't seem to know a lot about you know well can i can i ask have you ever purchased a housewife product oh that's a good question because who is buying these things (laughs) i have drank the witches of weho wine the, oh, from okay. Vanderpump Rules that Stassi, yeah. Katie, and Kristen, and it was good. It was really okay. good. Okay. Um, okay. I don't think I've bought more of it. Uh, <laughs> what else have I purchased? I feel like I've purchased stuff. I'd be more interested in buying something from like Karen Huger or her fragrance. <laughs> not the fragrance, but her like three wick candle. <laughs> <laughs> I like a three wick candle. That's a good question. Have you purchased anything from from these women? Um, it, well, if, one is hard. I have bought stuff from Jill Zarin, but I don't really count it because it's like her post. Like, I don't know if you like you've seen like the, her Jill and Alley. They started during the pandemic. Or the whatever. masks. The masks. But they have candles, which I love. They're crystal candles. Um, and I'm trying to think what else. You know what product I really want to get. Tiffany what do you Moon's want candles. Oh, those oh, are supposed yes. to be incredible. And she's someone who is a detail-oriented person. I can't yes. imagine her backing anything that's a crappy product. No, I those candles. Well, they're I when she's well when she started them, I thought there was. It, it, what's interesting now about Housewives, which I don't always love, um, and something I miss about like the in like the earlier seasons is that like they now know that housewives is a real platform that Mm -hmm. you can really grow not only, you know, professionally, um, but also, you know, financially as well, because you can create products and you already have a host of a a huge audience that is willing to spend money on you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, like I miss in the olden days when they were just like dumb, you know, like they didn't know that they, they were like almost like on a limb trying to be famous, you know, and trying to be out there. But now it's like, you know, everyone's trying to like Gina, you know, like, oh, I better get I better have a product. You know, like they all have to have a product because otherwise they're not making enough money, you know. Yeah. So like when, Tiffany, when Tiffany lost her candles, like I thought they were kind of cool because it's so like like aromasthesia and she's an anesthesiologist. Like that's so creative, you know, but I'm like, but she had it lined up ready to go. You know, it wasn't just like one day she was like, Ooh, 
I'm feeling candles for my future. And then she's it's like, no, you're literally making these candles so that you can make money because you're going to the show, you know? Yeah. It seems like a lot of these these businesses aren't well thought out. And it's like you would think by now they would kind of get all of their ducks in a row before no. pushing it on the show. I would not expect them to have their ducks in a row. I would. <laughs> right, because of the type of women that they are. Um, before we move on to OC, we have to talk about the scene in the van. So they're back in the van. Yes, same van, man. same driver, driver. Yes. On the way to Zion National Park. And everyone's talking about how it's weird that Mary and Meredith aren't on the van again. I'm wondering, how do they get away with not being like on the cast trip van. That's a good point. Um, Mary, I feel like is a lost cause anyway. I feel like if you tried to talk to her, she would just like caboodle you out of it. You know, like she would just be like, like Mary, like production would go to Mary and be like, okay, Mary, we're filming on this. Well, I don't know about that because if you're talking to me about this, then I'm going to have to go around and talk to this person. Like they're probably just like, all right, Mary, you can stay home in the closet. Um, Meredith, maybe she's being more aggressive with production and won't film with Jennifer Shaw. And that was her stance. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I have no idea. I don't understand how these things work. I do feel bad for Lisa in this um, scene because it's clear that no one's really standing up for her. And it was almost like a setup. Like there's cameras up and she is being aggressively attacked by Jen Shaw and Heather, especially, but also Whitney are almost egging her on by nodding after every time she's talking as if she's making valid points. It seems to me like all three of them are pissed at Lisa for saying something off camera that she's not willing to say on camera. And I don't know what that is, but it has to do, I think, with Meredith and Jen. And I I don't know what it is. But, you know, Jen is just so mad. And we've seen this before. We've seen her angry. And it scares me. Her anger is so dangerous. You know, she, yes. you know, so, okay, so Lisa is making what I think is a very valid point of saying, don't hold me accountable for what other people do. If Meredith says something, it's not my responsibility to defend her or just by being friends with her, I'm not co-signing her behavior. And Jen is just... It's it's what I just can't get over her. She's like saying she calls what happened to her a fake arrest and indictment. It, it's not fake, Jen. It's not fake. And they're all buying that it's fake. I mean, even Jenny this week on Watch What Happens Live, they said, do you think Jen Shaw is innocent uh, or guilty? And she said innocent. Oh. I, I honestly feel like sometimes I'm like, Am I being punked? <laughs> it, right? Right? It's so crazy. The only explanation that I can come up with is that Jen is so charismatic and so believable that mm. that they truly believe her and that any sort of reasonable person would given the type of show that she's putting on. And I think that might make sense given, you know, what the crimes she's being accused of require someone to be very, you know, very charismatic. It's, you know, 
to convince people to do these types of things, not just to, right. to purchase products that don't exist, but to even get other people involved. It, it requires just an incredible level of charisma, which I do believe she has. She does. And honestly, um, you breaking down this scene has been helping me out a lot. <laughs> oh, I can keep going. I actually wrote this. It, it's like a page long, but basically the Jen being mad at Lisa so that the whole the fact that Meredith hired a PI comes up. And Jen is very angry about this because last year, apparently, there was a rumor going around that Jen was digging up information on all the other members of the cast. And Lisa said, well, I wasn't sure if I could be friends with you, Jen Shaw, because I've heard that you were digging up dirt on everyone. And Jen is like, well, I'm not, and actually Lisa uh, uh, Meredith is. So are you going to hold Meredith the same standard you held me to last year? And, you know, Lisa's like, she, she has to explain, basically, like, I've been friends with one of these women for 10 years, and you just through the show. But um, right. then Jen says she's upset that when Meredith talks, people believe Meredith. But when Jen Shaw speaks, they need 10 years, 10 judges, three priests and some nuns. Like, it's like, maybe because you're an alleged criminal who's likely <laughs> lying. Like, and then Jen says Meredith slandered her fucking name, that Meredith had an affair. And why is that Jen's fault? Well, it's because you brought it up on camera. Um, and Jen is basically, it seems to me, asking Lisa to choose between her and Meredith. And right. by being friends with Meredith, you're like co-signing her behavior. And Heather is just happy that Jen is figuring out Lisa's a bad friend. And Jen basically says, or Lisa basically says, I chose you. Like, it's so obvious. I've chosen you. Why are you still angry? And Jen, I think, is projecting at this point. She says Meredith is playing all of them. You know, it's like, no, that's what you're doing. And Jen's screaming, say it or I'm out. And Heather and Whitney are like nodding vigorously. So it seems like they want Lisa to say something that she had said off camera that whenever cameras are rolling, she won't say. And Lisa's clearly shutting down because Jen is getting more and more aggressive, screaming at her, towering over her, you know, in a very threatening manner, and then physically, like, moving, like, closing in on Lisa. And that's what we see at the very end, where Lisa says, she goes, I'm shutting down. And that was just tough. It's like, why would you put anyone in that position? I get, I get being angry. I get being pissed about saying stuff, you know, one thing off camera, one thing on camera, but to like physically tower over someone until they, they shut down. It just doesn't feel like the way to get it out of her. Literally, this is, this has been very helpful for me because I have watched that scene over and over again, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't know what Jenna's saying. <laughs> I don't know why she's angry. Like, I don't get, I don't get why she's upset. I don't know why she like storms up and like, like, like where you, you're on a bus. Can you not have a conversation? Like, I don't know. And like, I, that's why I didn't blame. Like, I think some people were like, like oh like Lisa's getting heated, but like I be, I would be like frustrated too. Going I don't know what you're doing to me, Jen. Okay, 
I think she does know what Jen's doing because she doesn't seem to be confused. Well, I don't know what I'm, I'm like, I don't know what, like why Jen's getting so upset. That's why I don't, that's why I'm, that's why I'm really missing is like, what is. I just think it's something that, that, that Lisa said off camera. I think they're all pissed that they think Lisa says one acts one way when the cameras are rolling in a different way when they're not. And um, I think that because I think Heather said something to that effect in an interview this week. And I was wondering, like, what what is it that she's so upset about? And when she said, say it or I'm out, that to me indicated something that like, I know what you've said. Say it now on camera is what I what I heard. I really think that this reunion is going to be good because I hope they're able to finally break the fourth wall and say, you know, this is how you were behaving on camera. This is how you're behaving when cameras weren't rolling. You know, everything, you know, I, they need to kind of explain it because it's frustrating as viewers to watch. We're like, why are they, why is she yelling? You know? Right. I am, I, you know what? Roll footage. that's what i'll be ready for um i will be curious to see is it they're they're on this week right yeah there's no skip um i'll be curious to see like how it diffuses because we saw the producer had to grab jet to get her to calm or whatever the camera person someone had to grab yeah they had to go and physically restrain her away from lisa i mean that is a problem she has a problem being physically aggressive towards other women on the show she did it last season where she like hit heather's hand you know she she pushes people she's like we've seen you know the footage of her throwing a phone at her staff that work for her i mean this woman is beyond Beyond. And then has the audacity to say that it's offensive to call her aggressive. Oh yeah. When that oh, is exactly uh, yep. how she is behaving. Should we um take bets now for um <laughs> for, for when she says it during the reunion? Oh yeah, she's going <laughs> to totally bring up like as a woman of color and it's like no, this is something that people say about black women and you are not a black woman. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You have a black family, you have a black husband, you have black children, but you yourself are not black. And, yeah. you know, to, it's just, I don't know, from, from, you know, my black friends and people in my life who've watched the show, they find it offensive how she, how she behaves and how she kind of uses um, the, those terminology as if it's the same towards a woman of, you know, Polynesian descent. It's not. No, I've heard this. I've literally had had the same conversation with yeah. people, and they're like, "Why?" Like she, she, she makes it hard because people who are more, you could say, I don't know, what, like that. They're, they're like they use Jen as an example as someone who is abusing the system you could say and it gives it everything a bad name yeah and it's 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 disheartening because it's like i mean i don't want to negate anything that you know jen as a person has gone through i'm like she said on the show how she's experienced you know racism in different facets and of course living in utah for sure but for the way she uses 
herself and positions herself, it's almost like you're not helping. Like you're making things worse for everybody and you need to stop. Totally. All right. Shall we move on to the OC? I got my orange ready to go. Yes. So uh, my overall take on the season thus far, and I want to know what you think, is that individually, their stories are all actually quite interesting. But as a group, I don't really feel cohesion. But it doesn't, yes. it doesn't bother me, really, because I feel like this season is a stepping stone towards okay. next season. And they're figuring out what works and what doesn't. But it's certainly better than the last few seasons we've had. You are a much better watcher than I am. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, I want to give it the stepping stone. Um, I will say, I mean, I, I will say I am enjoying OC this season. Um, but I didn't watch the one, the last season with, um, what's her name? We don't. Uh, she who shall we, not be named. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's she who shall not be named, but then Vargas. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vargas yeah. That was, was bizarre. Yeah, I didn't watch that season. Honestly, I think I stopped really watching after Vicky left. Like, I just didn't really see, not that I didn't really see a point in watching. I just didn't really see a point in watching <laughs> without Vicky. Um, but, and I will say that the, the, the different storylines are fine. What bothers me is that. I just don't always like it when the housewives don't aren't really friends with each other in yes. real life or yes. like don't connect with each other in a way because when I watch then it, everything kind of feels really forced like I honestly think they really kind of overdid it a little bit um like if they just brought Heather back okay and kept Shannon and Emily and Gina and just brought in Jen or Noella, who I don't really like. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, if they just brought in one of those women, I think I would have been m- more excited about this season because it's just so hard to follow the little dramas. Because if you notice, they keep doing these like weird flashbacks. Yes, they do. You have to like, you're like, oh, they're cool now. Oh, they flashback. They got lunch last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, like the like the call with N- Nicole Weiss and Noella, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we had a call," and then it's like flashback to the call. You know, <laughs> you know. I'm like, well, why can't we just see the call on television? Or maybe too much happened, and this is like, I that's why I feel like they really tried to cram it and ramp it up, but like we don't really need Nicole Weiss. Like we don't need her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's too many people for me to focus on. And I'm trying to understand, like, okay, do we, you know, the Heather and Shannon, okay, we're we moved on from that now. Are we now focused on Noella and the divorce? But then it's like, okay, but now we're having, but now there's problems with Noella and Heather. I mean, my little brain, you know, the T, that TV brain can only do so much. Yeah, the Heather and Noella thing was so interesting because, you know, hello, Heather's filming this infomercial in her kitchen and Noella just like in her confessionals is just saying how ridiculous Heather is and Heather knew she was coming and and she has the audacity to say Heather's office is a shrine to a narcissist. 
<laughs> Which, like, yes, yes, it is. But also, look who's talking. Uh, l- don't even. All right, wait, we, let's 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 uh, get rid of the elephant in the room. Are you a fan of Noella? I find her very watchable, and I think she's bringing a lot to this season. But as an individual, I do not find her credible in any way, shape, or form. And I think she that routinely either outright lies or omits pieces of the truth. I I just don't... I wish I could find her enjoyable to watch. I just don't... I, and I wonder, honestly, to be quite honest, which is another thing that bothers me about our this, this new uh, age of housewives is we already know a little bit about the drama between her husband or ex-husband or whatever and them going at it. And so for me, I'm, I've in my head, I've already kind of like discredited her as like a source. And so watching her on TV, it's like, are you just more of a scammer and a liar? Like, what am I really watching? Like when she whispered in that one episode, like <laughs> I was like, like what? Like, and and we and honestly, to be quite, uh, we would never would have known that she was trying to get on the show if it wasn't for all that stuff that went out with her husband, you yeah. know. And like that tainted my mind too because now I'm like, oh, so every time I watch, I'm like, oh, she's probably watched every season of OC. And I mean, every housewife that goes on, sometimes there is that little level of edge, you know, where they want that fame. But to know that like they moved to OC to be on the show, like allegedly, allegedly, um, it just doesn't make it in, like it makes it, it put the bad taste in my mouth when I watch her. I'm like, get rid of this woman. I know. But what would we have without her this season? I mean, she's the one that is bringing drama. She has, uh, you know, a crazy situation with her estranged husband and everyone's talking about it. And so what I appreciate about her is that she at least has the chutzpah to call out Heather and no one else does. Like my issue with Heather is no one will go toe to toe with her because everyone's afraid of her. And she's basically saying, not only do I not trust you, but I'm going to call out crap that I think happened or that I want to say happened, even if it didn't, that um, Heather slammed people against the walls (laughs) (laughs) the night of her Nobu party and all of that. And it's just something happened when the cameras shut down at that party during the period between finding out about the lawsuit and when Heather and Terry confronted Nicole about the lawsuit. I think there were multiple hours of filming not really happening of at least Heather and, and Terry. And it sounds like they were really mad at production. And I know they're not supposed to break the fourth wall, but to me, watching Heather angry would be way more interesting than watching her confront Nicole after. Like, I want to see her and Terry screaming at production. You told me you wouldn't set me up. You blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. You know, I would love to see that. For sure. And A hundred percent. And I think Noella is trying to bring up the stuff that, that they don't want to air. And I find that very intriguing. <laughs> Let's not talk about what you don't want out. Right, exactly, exactly. 
Um, so in this episode, two different women have told Noella, I'm not sure if I'm the right friend for you. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly want to start using that phrase. <laughs> uh, it's a good phrase. Like, I'm not sure I'm the right friend for you. It is weird to me that Noella is expecting so much of people that she, I think, just met. Yeah. Don't you like, yeah, you should lean on your real friends, your real family during this time and expect some support from your castmates, but not just like endless support. These people just met you. Uh, Well, very true. I I wonder like how much they've known each other. It's just also a weird thing, I think, which makes me think that like, you know, is she just trying to create a storyline for herself or something? Because, like, what what do you mean people aren't coming to your side? Like, you like, is your mother helping you? Do you yes. have closer friends in your life? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, like, well, she's so, like Bronwyn. You know, like no, they just no. like pick up friends really quickly and expect them to act as if they've been friends for ten years when they've just been friends for ten days. That's like how well, she is. That's her MO. That was Bronwyn's MO. Like it weirds me out. And I don't know. I think she's got, I think she's got issues. Um, yeah. What do you it's, think of Dr. Jen? I, <clears throat> I, I actually kind of like Dr. Jen. I think she's an interesting member to add into the mix. <clears throat> I wish we kind of got to see a little bit more of her. Her husband's a little odd. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. That is really funny. I'm very curious about this like billion dollar ex-husband that sued her for like a million dollars. Ex-boyfriend, like, <laughs> not even husband. Right. Ex-boyfriend. You're right. I'm very curious about that. And like, I'm, I know, talk about pe- loving people this season. I'm loving Emily and Gina. Okay. Right. I love, I love that Emily brought up, um, Oh, so tell me about the, your boyfriend that sued you. And like, uh, tell me. you know, <laughs> what made you like him? Was he hot? And she's like, no. And she's like, so you were with him for the money. Admit it. For the money. <laughs> for the money. <laughs> that was like, thank you, Emily. At least someone's saying what seems to be obvious, right? And it sounded like this guy maybe paid for some of her medical school or paid for something. And she, yeah, I don't know. Why are we only hearing about this now? <laughs> Again, see, we're having there's too many storylines. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. It is. Ugh. It is hard to put it together. Um, do you agree with Noella that Emily and Shane have the hottest sex out of anyone on the cast? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, you know what's weird though is I go back and forth on, like. I remember meeting Shane for the. I remember meeting Shane for the first time, and just being grossed out by Shane. Um, I'm still grossed out by Shane. I just don't understand why they're together. But there are moments when I like get it when they were at that party, and he was like, "I think um, he like made a comment that like y'all are fighting again." Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> like like the, and the most, those little moments, I was like, "Oh, I can't see why Emily." But then he's like, "No, I don't drink. I don't do anything. Um, 
I don't, you know, and then his comments in the car are like off and you're like, who is this man? Like, I don't, I, I just imagine him like Emily, like poking him being like, Hey babe. He's like, no. <laughs> right. Well, it you sounded know? like he was upset with her for falling asleep the night before when it seemed like maybe they were supposed to have sex. Well, she's eating too many turkey subs. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was a funny scene, I thought. Oh, I loved it. Jersey Mike's, where's the sponsorship? Right. Today's, today's podcast is brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Wait, I thought it was Jimmy John's. Is it was it Jersey uh, Mike's? I zoomed in well for that one. Okay. Jersey Mike's. <laughs> it also like wouldn't she be worried that the sandwich would go bad in the sauna? Um, I don't I think when you're hungry, you just uh, no, but I mean, just keep taking it in the sauna to begin with. Like, I don't mean having like if she picked up a sub on the way to yeah. film and kept it yeah. in her purse, that makes sense. But why bring the bag in the sauna with you? You know what? That is a great question. Or watch it happens a lot. <laughs> or maybe maybe it was right outside the sauna and she got out, got the sandwich, and then came back in. Should we DM her and ask her? Hey. Can you explain the logistics of your sandwich? Was it a filming thing? Did you just want to eat on camera? Did you not eat that day? Like, tell us a little bit more. It's. I'm sure, you know, she's got the three kids, plus I think the other two also live with her, his, um, her stepchildren. So I feel like with like yeah. five kids in the house and you're filming and you, you know, so much is going on that it probably is hard to get a meal in. Um, so well, I feel like that is relatable. Now I'm committed because now I want to DM her and ask her, <laughs> <laughs> can you explain the backstory behind the sandwich? What brought it? Was it something that production said, here's a prop, <laughs> eat a sandwich where you having a rough day? She is just so interesting to me, Emily, because of all the women on the show, she, like she has some political and whatever views that I think uh, align very much with Kelly Dodd. Yet people very much like Emily and she is really smart about not stating how she feels about a lot of things to like, For sure. you know, and, and I just find her very likable and it's interesting. I don't know how she navigates all of that and how Kelly um, just failed. Well, Kelly doesn't know how to keep her. Ma- well, Kelly doesn't have a law degree, so <laughs> that's true. I think I, 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 and I've always felt Emily is Emily is very gorgeous. Oh, but yes. I also also find her to be very intelligent. I feel like she's a little. She has a little LVP sniper from the side. Like she kind of knows what she's doing, and I think after watching. How long has she been on? Four seasons? Three yeah, seasons? Both her and Gina, four. Um, she's figured it out a little bit. And yeah. I think she kind of knows how to play into it. Um, and I think she's helped Gina along the way. <laughs> so this book launch party. Oh. What are your thoughts on, oh, Nicole's Zach Morris phone? <laughs> <laughs> her Judith Lieber bag. Um. I recognize the bag immediately because Chris Jenner is a Judas Lieber like collector. Um, I just think it's like you, it takes the right person to have a bag like that. Right. Um, like 
I don't. Do you watch Selling Sunset? Yes. Um, Christine and the tiny chair purse. Tiny chair. Yeah. Yes. Um, she can work it. Okay. The tiny chair fit her perfectly. Okay. <laughs> the foldable chair wonders. Nicole Weiss. Who is Nicole Weiss in this world? <laughs> I know. With that I tiny was... chair purse, I was just like, oh, they need a little Bernie Sanders to sit on it. <laughs> oh my God. Bring back that meme trend. <laughs> but with Nicole, I'm just very interested. I, like, there's so many things where I wish they did like mid season reunions because Ooh. I don't understand any of the stuff going on with Nicole. Like, I would want to hear from Nicole, hey, what actually happened with the lawsuit? You know, why did you stop filming? Why uh, did you show up to this party and barely talk to any of the women that were filming the show and then just move on? Like, why did all of that happen? And I don't know either if we have to wait until the reunion to get some answers or if we'll just never know because she stops filming and we just never hear from her again. Do you think she'll be at the reunion? No, she's not a friend of, and she's not a housewife. Oh, well, <clears throat> maybe she'll open up. Maybe she'll have a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she'll go IG live or something. And, and, uh, and I don't some tea. think we have an answer on why. Like, I don't know if it was because Heather threatened her. I don't know if Heather pushed her out. I don't know if she was like, this is too much for me. Um, there is a rumor that she refused to get vaccinated, and I don't buy that, that that's the reason she couldn't film, because there are plenty of housewives that I assume are unvaccinated and are still filming. Mm. So um, unless there's some sort of like law in California um, that forces, yeah, I don't know. But all of that was, none of it seems like it's the answer. And I just want to yeah. know what the truth is. Don't we all want the truth? Right. And Noella said that Nicole was silenced. She said that this were, week or last were, week. Were you silent or were you silent? Silenced, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Well, as we wrap up, like, what are you looking forward to over the next few episodes of the OC? Of the OC? Well, I am very excited to see Noella crash this trip um that's coming up to cabo Mm -hmm. also not to double back um but one comment that stuck out to me this entire episode that i haven't been able to move on from is when heather was getting her nails done and she said yeah we have land in idaho but not enough people live there so we're gonna buy land and we're gonna buy a home in cabo (laughs) (laughs) so i think I think they didn't have enough people to build the property in Idaho was what I heard. The way she said it made me laugh because it sounded like there's not enough people living in Idaho. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think they were having like a worker shortage to be able to build the house on the land that they purchased. Right. Right. Yeah. The the way she said it made me chuckle. It's so funny. Um, But I am excited to see this Cabo trip. I love a trip obviously. Um, and I'm just excited to see how Noella and Heather kind of dance. Cause you probably have seen, I don't know if that's breaking news, um, but you probably have seen Noella and Heather kind of go back and forth at it on Instagram. Yeah. 
And like, none of it have, seems to make sense, like from Noella's perspective, because Noella's saying, oh, like, at least around the, the filming, Heather knew I was coming and whatever. And then Heather was saying, yeah, but production sets it up. You know, she knew that I was filming an infomercial, like all of that. It, the whole thing is just weird to me. I feel like Noella is just like, of all the things to show receipts over, this little argument isn't it. Right. It's <clears throat> it's not it at all. And I just, my favorite line from Heather was that she was like, wait till the reunion. Like, yeah. Like Heather, I, it's just funny because I feel like Heather w- was so much above the brow for Housewives. Like when she left the show, she was like, oh, I don't need this. I can have my Heather's Closet YouTube channel and podcast and I don't need you. And now it's like Heather's come back and been like, oh, I know how this show works. I'm going to work it. You know, like, right. she's like owning it. Like, oh, I'll see you at the reunion. Like, she knows, like, that's where everything goes out. But I'm excited to see how those two banter. Oh, and another thing I'm excited to see is the Gina glow up with Heather. I think that's so cute. Um, and I just can't wait to see them, like, go to New York and just, like, Heather spoil her. Like, she's, you know, as she deserves. Um, and Heather and uh, Gina gets the taste of the good life. Yeah, Gina does deserve it. She's been through hell these last few years, you know? Well, she doesn't know where Mykonos is, and so I was a little concerned about that. I was like, did you not watch Beverly Hills? All right. (laughs) (laughs) And when they said, when she said, pick a continent, and she said South Africa, I was like, that's a country, not a continent, sweetie. (laughs) I will say, I... In, in a moment, if someone was to ask me that, and I was to, and I was like being filmed, I probably would have said something dumb like that too. Like yeah. I would have, I would have, like because first off, who says continent? Right, right. Like, like, like when someone asks you, like, oh my god, what's your dream vacation? Like, what continent would you go to? I wouldn't be like, I'd love to go to South America. You right. Know? Like, <laughs> like I'd love to go to Antarctica. I don't know why that was the first continent I could think of, but I was like. Antarctica, you know, like, like where what continent would you go to? No, I want to go to a place. I was like, where would you want to go? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was just such a funny. It Gina. is interesting because I mean, I am a little confused about Noella's saying that she was cut off from credit cards, but then has access to a credit card or has access to um, monitoring of a credit card. Like, none of that made sense. It also doesn't make sense why he picked up and left the country. In, no, you know that's that's, <laughs> that's the w- one thing I will say for Noella that like I feel bad for and also don't understand is how this man like I, I don't know how you can I don't know how you like as as a, in good conscience for let's say that, like him and Noella weren't getting along you you have a child not only that a child who is autistic yeah like that needs help and support. So, and you're not even going like, to allow for that. Like you're like, to me, like that's like, that was like, like there's nothing that he could really say because that's just to me, just personally, that's so like inhumane of a human, but um, you're right. I don't know how, I mean, maybe she can log in and she like the cards are frozen, but can't you unfreeze if you can, I mean, I can go on my chase app right now and I'm like, <laughs> Right. It's all the whole thing is so weird to me. Everything about their relationship is weird to me. 
And, oh, man, I just, it's, it's crazy. Like, they had a fake wedding. They had, he, she walked down the aisle and he was still legally married to somebody else and hadn't even filed for divorce. Right. Like, that is insane. So you're, you're having what, like a religious ceremony? What? No, like, there's no... He is still married until he's not. And I bet that the divorce sort of, uh, he didn't file for divorce because I bet there was like tax stuff, you know? And then (laughs) there's definitely money and financial reasons for it. And then to then go and behave as if you're married and say, oh, this is, this would have been my anniversary. She posted something on Instagram on December 31st. And it's like, no, it's, you were not married that day. Like, <laughs> he was still married to his ex-wife of 18 years. Oh. A mess. They're both a such mess. a mess. Such a mess. And it's like, I am sort of invested in it, but the more it goes on, the more I'm, like, losing in attention. And I'm like, you're both just horrible <laughs> and complete frauds. <laughs> well, wh- one note, because I, I don't want to keep you on too long, um, is that I think, like, you and I and a lot of people in the Bravo space we are heavily invested in the drama, the news articles, like things that come out, the videos. But I know so many people who watch Bravo and it's all they see. Like they just watch the OC episode and that is like their vision. Do you know what I mean? Oh, completely. Most people. Most people. They don't know anything about this Noella drama. They don't know anything. Like they're watching the show purely for what it is, and so it's so fascinating to like get their reaction to be like, "Oh my god!" Like they really feel for Noella, and they feel so heartbroken for Noella, and I, I, I do too. But um, I think a little bit of my heartstrings were, you know, taken back because um, now that we've heard from both sides a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just so fascinating to to talk to people who don't don't you know who aren't following every people notification and blind item that's submitted, you know. <laughs> right, and we come up with all of our own theories. Like everything I have about Salt Lake that I've said this week is because I think Lisa had said stuff off camera that right. is pissing off Jen and Heather and Whitney. And if you're just watching, you're like, why? What's going on? <laughs> you know, like there's so right. much and. I wish that Bravo would break the fourth wall a bit more because so many of the fights, like pretty much all of them have to do with, oh, it's not that you did it. It's that you did it on camera. And so just say it. It's just so interesting for us. But I don't know why they keep this facade up so much, like as if they're not on a show. Yeah. And I feel like for most watchers, you know, if I mean, what, what are we on year 15, 16? Yep. I don't know. You know? Um, we get it, <laughs> you know, like we understand that how the show is kind of put together probably more than some of these producers, <laughs> um, and how things happen. And so it's like, you can give us, just give me a bone, you know, right? <laughs> just, just give me a bone, you know, totally. cause we want, we want it. Like, I think that's where Bravo can do a lot of work and like take it to the next level. Because, you know, how many times can you have a season, you know, of women yelling at each other, you know, like, give us a little bit here and there, give us some insider stuff, like, give us something to play with, like, 
you know, make it fun for us because that's, that's going to make it more exciting as a watcher, you know? Totally, totally. Well, thank you so much for being on, Brett. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on any social media outlet, mo- most active on Instagram at Bravo by Brett. I'm on Twitter, Bravo by Brett. I'm on TikTok, kind of Bravo by Brett. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Follow me, like, comment, subscribe, anything. Um, Amazing. I'll put the link in the show notes for sure. And thank you so much for being on. We will connect again soon. Sounds good. 